I'm finally back after a couple weeks hiatus, but it's cool. We back with a new guest. One of my, well, all of my guests are my favorite, but he's another one of my favorites. So guest, introduce yourself. Hello, is this thing on? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know why why every time I ask niggas to introduce themselves, they can never just Hi, my name is ABC. Niggas gotta do all the extra shit. Okay. So, come Hi, on, guys. Everybody. <laughs> my name is Dominique Hamilton. Okay, we'll give you a whole name, that's fine. Yeah, um oh, fuck it, yeah, you guys could just call me Dom. So, hey, Dom, thanks for joining me, finally. I know I kept, like, pushing it back and shit, but, you know, anxiety and things that just be getting in the way for whatever reason. So, thanks for always making space for me because, you know, that's why I fuck with you. Uh, we got to do that. Like, we got to take care of our mental. If we can't maintain that, then we just walk in zombies, you know? Honestly, I've been feeling like a walking zombie. I think I'd say for like, honestly, this past year, I felt like a walking zombie, but like these past like six weeks or so, I feel like I just ain't been motivated to do anything. Yo, you and me both. Like, I don't know. You ever, you watch Avatar? Of course I watch Avatar. Like, like, not the movie, the 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 show, the cartoon, yeah, the Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yes. You know when Zuku like lost his flame. Yes. Yo, that's me right now. I'm like, all right, we gotta figure this out. Like, you know, I'm doing enough at work. Like, I just had, I just had a meeting with my with my manager, and she was just giving me all these praises and like, you're jumping in, you're doing X Y Z, and we're just so appreciative of you. And I'm sitting here like, I'm not doing. Shit. Anything? Like, <laughs> what is she talking about? Like, but hey, you know, whatever flush about. Like, if I'm doing just enough to get by, then cool. But you know, I really want to get over this hump of you know just doing enough to get by. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. That's something that I've been working on. Yeah, same here. I, I don't know. I guess we just gotta take time to reflect this. This year, this shit ain't over, but this year has been too much already. I know. You know, I don't know. I've just been, in my spare time, just journaling a lot. Like, I've started, I started, my first page was, like, defining who I am. And mm-hmm. second, second page, it was, like, what direction I wanted to go in. And then... The other pages are more so like what habits I want, what do I want from people, like relationships, whatever. And yeah, but I don't journal every day either. I, I kind of need to do that better, but at the same time, like I go about it where like I feel like, all right, today is the time to journal. And like when I give myself enough time to process and reflect, like I normally have those answers later on. You know, because there's times where I'm like, oh, I'm a journal tomorrow. And then it's basically just a repeat of the previous day. But like when I get my t- my mind, my body, everything, just time to reflect, 
like com and decompress fully, I get the answers that I was looking for later on. And they might come, you know, in an hour, a day, week, month. I haven't gotten to a year yet, but I hope not. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. So like I at the top of the year, I was journaling and like I would I would like make it a point to write down my thoughts for the day or maybe the next day at night, like right before I went to bed, I would just write down everything, things that I learned for the day, things that like I like you said, like just want answers to and things like that. Um, and I think I kind of, I kind of got away, I kind of got away from it because like, I don't know, after I start, after I journaled, I would pray about whatever I just journaled about because it was never just something like, oh, today was a good day. Like it was always something like extensive. And so I will always pray about it. And then I would always get the answers like sooner than later. And sometimes I just wouldn't like the answer. And so I think mm -hmm. I had just dropped off from journaling because I'm just like, okay, so obviously this is way powerful, more powerful than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. And so I think it just scared me, either scared me or like, I was like, maybe I need to be in a better place. I don't know. I don't know. It. I just... I don't know. It's something that I'm still struggling with. And then there's also the, the fact of like, sometimes I just don't know what the journal, cause it's kind of weird. It's almost like, it's almost like, like the, the last podcast episode I did, it was by myself. And it's almost like talking to yourself. And I think it's so weird mm -hmm. to just be talking to yourself, not like just random thoughts. Cause like, I feel like everyone, you know, during the day be like, what yeah, the they might be like, drifting. Yeah. 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 But like just sitting down and journaling and like really processing what you went through the day or what you're trying to accomplish and why you're not accomplishing it or why things are going so or whatever. It's kind of, it can be taxing a little bit. Yeah. It's definitely taxing. I feel like just, in general, like, I, I know for me personally, when I reflect, especially, like, when I'm high, mm -hmm. it's a whole nother experience because, like, I have to be, I'm in a sense or in a state of vulnerability, but, like, I have to look at myself when yeah. I'm in that. And it's like, okay, these are my shortcomings. I have these issues because of so-and-so of, of what happened in my past or, like, I said this wasn't bothering me, but what I'm really doing is just like yeah. like burying it. And now that I'm in this vulnerable state, I have no choice but to accept it. And it could be a roller coaster of emotions for sure. But I also feel like, you know, to get to get what you want out of life, you have to know yourself. Absolutely. You know, and that's why going back to when I journaled the first that first page, I defined who I was, you know, and like, I just still room for the future, like, you know what I'm saying? I just defined who I was at that moment, you know, you know, because I, I could always develop and grow and evolve. But in the same sense, it's like, no matter what, what life presents you, if you know yourself, you're going to be able to make the best decision for yourself, you know? 
So after you, whenever you did the journaling, mm-hmm. uh, I still you, do it. Just like maybe twice a month now, to be real. Well, specifically about you know who you are and like figuring out yourself. Like, what have you done, like outside of the journaling? Outside of the journaling, what have you done to like figure out yourself? It's definitely spending more time with myself. So okay. I'm not, I'm not in the the vulnerable state like when I'm high and shit but like definitely for sure like just going out and exploring or like doing things that I like to do you know you're not in a vulnerable state when you smoke well yeah that's what I'm talking about oh okay cause I was like I feel like I'm the most vulnerable depending on like what strain I smoke I am the most I feel like I feel the most emotions at night if I smoke like mm. it's just a wave of just thoughts good and bad well I don't know well no some some of the thoughts are bad or I don't want to use the word bad not it's, favorable it's, a, it's an ex, it's, a, it's an experience for sure cause like when I go through my shit like all all my demons is there and I'll be like oh we got a, it's a royal rumble <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fighting them and then like but the next day is like I come back with that information and like no matter like how shitty I might feel from the experience I'm like yo like I know myself more like you know what I'm saying like I, I came to the conclusion of, or I told myself what I needed to hear maybe five years ago yeah. you know what I'm saying and it's like okay like I just that interaction alone puts me in a good mood or spirits for the next day you know keep it a stack like, with you I do not like smoking really or like getting high unless it's like in two week intervals just because it's just so much for me well, see, I smoke enough to where I know which strain I can smoke and at what time. So, like, it's certain shit. Like, I got some shit. I think it was blue cookies. I know I cannot smoke that shit at night because I will sit here deep in my thought. I think it was, I was so fucking paranoid one night where it was just like, I was thinking about everything from my grandparents. I was thinking about this building burnt, like my, my apartment building burning down, just random shit. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. see, no, I can't smoke that shit at night. But, um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like certain times, like any, not any drug, but like specific drugs, like weed and shrooms can help you really figure the fuck out you know you like check your check your feelings and um figure out if it's just like a fleeting moment of nah, i'm not really feeling it right now or if it's some like deep rooted shit mm-hmm. you ever done shrooms before no not yet <sighs> i uh- recommend them like not a not a not a every week not even an every month type of situation but i feel like if everyone just took them like once a year, once I feel a like, year, I feel like maybe you know like once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. I feel like it helps. It, it's like a gateway out of depression. Even if you're not depressed, it's like a gateway to happier emotions. 
mm-hmm. if, if done right. How so? Um, Elaborate. I need to know. So like, so the uh, I don't want no. I'm not gonna count the first time because the first time I didn't really feel anything. I don't think I took enough. But the second and like the true time that I took it, I was um, I was I was in a content mood. I wouldn't say I was like super happy, but I wasn't sad either. And I took him with a friend um, who wasn't in the best place at that point. And one thing I will say is if you if you are taking them, I definitely would advise not taking them while you're not in the best mood unless you are like really trying to get out of that mood. And so because it just it just heightens whatever whatever emotions you're feeling at the time, it just heightens it. So if you're feeling super happy, you're going to have a great time. And so mm-hmm. I was having a great time, but my friend was not having a great time. And so I'm like talking him through his emotions while I'm having a great time. And while I'm talking him through his emotions, I'm like processing my emotions, even though I'm having a like a really euphoric time. But it was mm-hmm. it was cool because like. I don't know how to explain it like I don't like being happy and also being able to like talk through any negative emotions it's a different it's a different type of feeling because it's like I don't, I don't know how to explain it do you kind of understand what I'm saying it, it sounds like a lot to be like processing your own it's, feelings oh, and then guiding somebody and I, I'm surprised, like, did at any point, did your emotions and feelings, like, intertwine with theirs? And, like, you know, because sometimes people, like, fuck up your high and shit, so. And so that's what I was worried about. But I think I was in such a good place. Like, it felt like like I was sitting on one side of the room and they were sitting on the other side of the room. And you would have thought that we were in two completely different houses. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was like... It was like watching a storm across the the river while like it's sunny and shit where you at like it was just a completely different thing but like i think because i was so calm and such in a good space and the shrooms had me like just feeling myself i was able to talk them through it i will say at the end well like anytime i talk about my grandparents i like a sense of emotion comes up because y'all like i call my grandparents my kids so like and you know you know how <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, my grandparents love you, so I, I didn't even Shout like, to them, to, like yo. I'm like I didn't even get into like how, like our relationship, me and you. But we'll get back to it. But yeah, we could backtrack. But yeah, like um, you know, when I talk about my grandparents, I get a little emotional. But that was like towards the end, and I was coming down anyway, so like it didn't really affect anything. But but yeah, when he was finished, like once he had like got got through the 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 experience he said for like he was good like he was focused and like he was in a good space he said for like for a few weeks where he was just like on a high of all right this is what needs to get done i'm good like everything is good and i feel like that's most people's experience because like the second time i took it i wouldn't say i was in a bad i I was in a bad space but i also it was like it was at the height of like all the shit like all the uh racial injustice things happening over the summer last year and 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the person that I took it with me, we, we, we were like starting to understand like hotel niggas, and it just really like oh, went into like it was it was crazy, like it was woo so like it was like night and day but it definitely mm-hmm. just depends on what your emotions are at the time but i do recommend them like and you can't get addicted to to shrooms so i recommend them they might make your stomach feel a little funny though for a little bit we'll, we'll see what happens just drink we'll some see. tea. You'll be alright. Just, just drink some tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, seriously. Just drink some. <laughs> just drink some ginger tea. Ginger like, tea. Settle, okay. Okay. Settle your stomach. You know that's all I drink. It's ginger tea. Nah, uh, that's one of the best for sure. It's just delicious. Ginger tea, green tea mixed with ginger, whatever. Anything that got ginger in, I'll make my own ginger tea. Whatever. Oh, from scratch. Oh yeah, you get the the ginger root. You cut it up. Put it in some boiled water. Or, you know, bring the water to a boil, throw a little cinnamon, lemon in it, and bam. Oh, you holistic, holistic. Listen, my great-grandma, she used to make it all the time. Like, I'll never forget it. And, like, the very first time I tried ginger, like, I think she had me bite into the ginger root. And I was like, what the hell is this? But, like, now, like, I can't live without ginger. I throw it in my smoothies. Smoothies? Oh, yes. Oh, you different. <laughs> Listen, it be cleaning me out and shit. Like, nah, woo! that's why I love ginger, for sure. Yes, like, if I ever need to just need a good clean out, I'm just going to give me some ginger. Like, it does the job. All right, Dom, so what else has been going on? In my life? or Yes. Where the hoes at? Let's start there. Oh my God! Why did you have to go for the jugular, yo? Because what's the weight? What's the weight? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea where the hose are at. Why you don't know where the hose at? No, I know you know where the hose at. I don't know nothing. <laughs> Why you put me on the spot, yo? Yo, you foul! You foul! <laughs> What if I, I like, what if I post this now? <laughs> I mean, yeah, fuck hey, it. I'm I like, don't even got no hoes. Keep it stacked with you. That's crazy. Yeah. It's about to be like, well, I mean, you live in you live in Cali, so like, it's probably always nice there. But I'm like, it's about to get like really, really nice out. And so you know, like, I mean, you're a bird at heart, so like, oh my you god, know. don't call me this. <laughs> Why you put me on the spot? Like, I mean, but now, but this is not a secret, though. Oh my guess it is. No, it's not. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, no, I love you knows. people. You wild. Oh lord. Nah, Listen, nah. Anybody, I, I, I definitely. Like, I, I disclaimer, disclaimer. I do not have any hoes. Okay. I just have women that are interested in me. Mmm. And you not interested back? Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. I wouldn't say I'm not interested back. It's just, you know, okay. I'm, I'm more focused on my own mm-hmm. development, my own progression, you know? I can't really afford a distraction right now. I mean, but does it always have to be a distraction? Like, what if they were brought to you to help? Nah, I don't think that's true. <laughs> Nah, because I, I know myself enough, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I really start 
um, fucking with a joint. Like, like, so, I guess I should backtrack. Like, I have a lot of creative endeavors. I make things just for the people to know. But, like, the minute I really start fucking with a joint, I do, like, a flip-flop, and the joint becomes my number one priority for, for like, a, a few weeks to a month depending on how much I'm really fucking with them. But then eventually, I say two weeks max, to be real. And then I flip back, you know, all right, um, back to like just doing what I love, like creating things. And they never respect that shit or they never like it. And then they just start, I wouldn't say ghosting me, but like they'd be like, oh, this he's just not fucking with me no more. And I'd be like, yo, I fuck with you, but like I gotta do what I love, you know what I'm saying? But so question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, when you get um when you get involved with these women or not involved, but like when you meet these women and you feel like, oh, you know, they're cool, this then third, or or you see that they want more or vice versa, like, do you ever just sit down and break it down to them like, all right, this is what I'm doing, boom, boom, boom. These are my priorities. Um I would like to fit you in, but these are my priorities. Never never to that degree. But I that's a good question. I never really thought about it that way, to be real. (laughs) 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 Should turn into a business transaction, you know? I don't think it's a business transaction. I just feel like it's it's laying everything out on the table. So yeah. like it's just it's just a communication thing. So if you if you know the first two weeks that I meet you, you know we hanging out three four times a week and this and that third, and then all of a sudden you just did or like you become so engulfed in your work that like your texting or like your communication is off. It's just not gonna make sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you break it down, I mean, like, listen, I'll let this. them know, like, yeah, like I'm, I'm making things, but I guess they don't, I guess they don't understand to a certain degree how much it means to me, you know. And, okay, and okay. I guess that's not something you could really communicate, or at least it's hard for you to really like. I mean, in general, like, I could say I love you, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, but. And I could show it to you, but you're not really going to know how deep that love runs. You know what I'm saying? You might be like, whoa, like one day, you'd be like, yo, Dom really did so-and-so for me. Like, he really fucked with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, you're not going to be like, damn, like, it's not like you you dive deep into my heart or into that pool and like swim and be like, yo, this is like the ocean, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't know. I feel like there's still like no matter how much you communicate, there's still a lack of understanding that happens, and I mean that's just like, like I won't say human error, but it's like it's something you always have to account for. You know what I'm saying? Because like the only person in this world that's gonna truly understand yourself is you. Like you know what I'm saying? You know your shortcomings. You know all your flaws. Somebody might look at. Like, look at Kanye, like, a couple years ago, we would, yo, he was that man. Mm -hmm. But, like, now, moving forward to this day and age, like, 
we might not some people might not think he's not he's not that guy anymore like some people is still that guy but um it's like his flaws are more apparent like with the things he says and like some some of his issues you know mm -hmm. but like we see that now but like imagine what's going on in his head you know right no but, i i get that yeah um so do you think they don't understand is it that they don't understand how important it is to you or is it they don't understand the the time it takes to uh get through this process I think those are two different things i think it's both to be honest with you and like they're not gonna really know unless they really come through to fucking see it you know what i'm saying like because there's times where like i'm posting on instagram the shit i'm doing but like like people only see the end results they don't mm -hmm. ever see the amount of effort that goes into it like you might see me do something like like maybe doing one stitch might take me an hour mm -hmm. just off of the level of difficulty or like i might have to maneuver the materials different and like there's there's a shit ton of prep work you know it, sometimes like sewing is like an hour worth of prep work and then five minutes of sewing you know but people don't see that prep work they just see the sewing and they they think they simplify the process but the process is fucking immerse especially with me like i've had enough of my friends especially Dwayne. he calls me a process nigga it's like mm -hmm. it's like yeah bro you don't really care much about the end result it's always about the process which is kind of crazy because like when i look at my life currently like i or over the last few years i was so goal oriented towards like hitting this check this um, checkbox or like saying I did so-and-so, yada, yada. And don't get me wrong, like I did accomplish some of those goals, but like it, it, in a sense, it wasn't me, it was my drive. And I guess that going back to what I was saying earlier, like beginning of this year is just like my focus, my flame is gone from that. And it's now I gotta like really tap into who I am. But you know, um, by the way, people, I speak in tangent, so we're going back to what it's it's what, <laughs> we're gonna go back to women in a little bit. Nah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, what I was gonna say. Um, I think that's why. I think that's why I like like uh, let you, like I I pick you in Dwayne's brain. Um, because I feel you and Dwayne are very similar, and like, really, to the point, I don't yeah. think so. To be real, when it when it comes to like the, uh, I don't know if work ethic is the the right terminology, but when you guys work, a, a lot of what you guys do is about the process, and like I'm always like, and that's one thing I'm working on. I, is I'm always just looking at the end result. Like, okay, this is my end result. I just have to get here. And like the process of it becomes very frustrating to me. And that's why a lot of times like, I don't, I either don't make it to the end or once I get to the end, I don't even realize that's the end because like, 
I tried to like skip over the process, whereas I feel like y'all thrive in the process. Like that's where y'all like to be because I feel like y'all have found y'all passion. And so it's like by any means necessary. So maybe that's it. Maybe I just haven't found my passion um, to where I'm just like, all right, well, I need to work through this process. Like, you know, like I, I've, I've lost in game, but mostly lost weight. A lot mm-hmm. of weight. And Congrats. Thanks. And, you know, the process of that was fucking stupid mm-hmm. to the point where, like, when I finally got, like, super, super close to my goal, I didn't even realize. Like, I had to look in the mirror. Like, my homegirl was like, yo, you're skinny. And I was like, no, the fuck I'm not. And she's like, yeah, you are. And I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, damn, I'm skinny. And yeah. so it was like, I got there and I was just like, oh, so this is what it looked like. I, yeah, nah, <laughs> for sure. I've definitely had moments like that too. So yeah, like I feel like I need to. Um, one things that I, I work on, and this is with like relationships too. It's not even just with projects, finding my passions. With relationships too, like being able to stick through the process. Because one thing go wrong, mm. a nigga do one thing wrong. I'm like, all right, peace. Mm you know damn that's a good fucking point i think (laughs) nah nah that's really good because now that i think about it i am a process nigga but like when it comes down to certain things like i just want the end goal yeah (laughs) you know and like relationships i think in a certain degree it's like like i just want to skip to the point where like i'm either married or like i'm just chilling with yes. this person like i we understand each other completely and like, like it's just me and you we good yeah what... like <sighs> yo and i think i think just off of my experiences with women especially where i'm at now like pursuing a dream like you know because i i literally gave up everything to do this mm-hmm. so like that's another reason why i don't think they understand like why this means so much like you know yeah but like i am that way where it's like yo if if you're not meeting these standards you know what i'm saying it's like i these might be red flags i might give you another chance subconsciously i won't say it you know what i'm yeah, saying right, right and then it's like all right they either weed themselves out or like i also feel like to a certain degree i have crazy ass standards and i know partial part of this is from how i was raised too Mm -hmm. and in a good and a bad way like i feel like my mother was a very strong independent alpha female alpha woman so like she she was a good reflection of that but at Mm -hmm. the same time i was raised in a very hostile environment growing up in the bronx so like i didn't really have time for emotions and certain things so like so some of my standards i also feel like close me off from allowing that person to get more and i feel like sometimes especially like when i'm talking to shorties like they want more and i'm like yeah this is <laughs> this is kind of it <laughs> like this is as far as I know how currently to give. I was going to say, like, 
it's like because I, I know exactly what you're talking about like when it comes to like the want more portion because it's just like I it's it's not that I don't think it's that that's all you you are able to give I think it's all right you have checked off talking about the girl you have checked off like if we if there was like an actual list you have checked off five of the 10 things on my list and because you've checked off five of the 10 things on my list this is what you get for checking off five of the 10 things on my list and I feel like when people start to you know give more you give more Mm -hmm. um Cause I'm the same way. And like, you know, when it comes down to like the whole, you know, alpha female thing too, like you, you've met my mom, you met my grandma, like very mm-hmm. strong, yep. strong the women. St- and like, top and- of the line, like <laughs> <laughs> heart for days. They put you in your place. But you love respect you. it. Yeah. Yeah. And still nurture, like, you know. Absolutely. And like, and I think it, like, at least for me, like, I'm trying to find that balance of putting niggas in their place, but also being nurturing. Like, I, I, it's more like 70-30 right now where, like, I've been putting more niggas in their place than mm-hmm. being nurturing. And it's just like, I feel like I have to give a little to get a little. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I've been learning. Like, you know, I've been dating this guy mm-hmm. um, recently where he's been like respectfully obviously you ain't telling me about this one yes i'm I'm like yes i'm like you are like one of three people who like even know any details about this so um but like he he is able to like respectfully put me in my place Mm -hmm. um but then afterwards be like all right well how are you like how do you feel about like being like it's just it's definitely just a learning process of you know everybody ain't out to just take from you yeah i, I don't know i I'm feel like in. this this environment too like la like that's part of the culture so big like, cities it, for sure you know just trying to like fine-tune my discernment and just like all right is this person like really trying to vibe with me or do they want something from me you know and that and, all, that also goes with like um I'll be blunt like, too. I'd be like, hey, yo, what do you want from me? <laughs> that no, shit never seriously. goes right. <laughs> no, seriously. Because, like, I, it also files under, like, self-sabotage sometimes. Because yeah. sometimes, like, it really don't be nothing wrong. We be just nitpicking. And it's just like, okay, bitch, you're not perfect. So, like, you really need to just relax. But in my head, I'm like, I mean, I ain't damn near perfect. But I know how. <laughs> nah, I know exactly what you're talking you about. Know, you know, like, you, got, you know like, yourself. You got high standards for yourself. You respect yourself. And like, yeah. Like, when it comes to that whole standards thing, it's just like, I feel like, like you said, I have high standards because I have high standards for myself. And so everything that I'm asking of you, I'm able to do. So if I have to do this all of myself, why are you here? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I, I could... But I, I have to get over that. Relate to that to a certain degree. But, like, it's in a sense, it's like... I don't know. In a sense, you know what you could put in and give to people. So it's like, all right, what can you give to me 
because you want it to be equal, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But at the same time, I don't know. I guess I got to fine tune my approach. And I was going to say, like, you know, like you said, you know, you want it to be equal, but what we deem as equal is not necessarily everybody's version of equal. Equal. That's true. So, like, while I may cook you a meal, uh, you coming over, like, while I may cook you a meal, you, Dom, being able, like, you coming over for eight hours at a time and, you know, spending time with me, even though you're busy, that's equal. Well, people, a lot of people may not see that as equal because it's just like, oh, well, I actually put in like a whole bunch of effort. I made this meal, da 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 da, not knowing that like, nah, like I could be working and I could actually be done with this project, but I'm spending these hours with you because I want to be here. Yeah, makes sense. That, I guess that ties back into another thing that I've been practicing. And going back to like saying, spending time with myself, I'm, when I do that, I'm mm-hmm. doing it in my love language so it's like yes. you know like quality oh, time yeah. gift giving you know and like going back to what you were saying with the cooking and the quality time like you know what i'm saying that's those those are like knowing each other's love languages and like speaking into them and like some some people are not going to be respect uh receptive to yeah. your lung at ah, your lung ah. <laughs> i need water They're not going to be receptive to your love language and vice versa. Give me a second. I'm going to go grab water real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like you guys know, I don't edit episodes. So, you know, Dom's going to go grab his water. And this is going to stay right here. We back, baby. Um, okay, but when it comes to love languages, especially when it's like someone you're dealing with or even friends, just relationships that you actually care about, like it is important, even though like it's important to know your love language, it's important to know their love language and vice versa. So like you said, it's not, um, they're not receptive to it because like quality time may not be like their love language like maybe receiving gifts like Mm -hmm. is their love language but it's also about meeting each other in the middle like okay well you like you like physical touch so i'm gonna make sure i do x y and z but you like acts of service so i'm gonna make sure i do x y z so it's just finding the right person to bend for yeah for sure and communicating i think those are those are conversations you should have once you like get past the, I would say talking phase, but like the, okay, this might be something I might invest into yeah. long term. It's like, all right, what are your love languages? You know, what are your pet peeves? Yada yada. I don't know. I, I, a part of me be feeling like I just want to skip that stage too. Like yo, because for real, for real, like I've like as I've grown, like quality time. And acts of service are very much like my top uh, love languages. But as I got older, like mm-hmm. I need it all. If not like, for sure. I need it all. <laughs> not for sure. Like I agree with that. Like there's times where like, like for me personally, the one I don't like the most is physical touch. Okay. But that comes down to like my personal traumas 
yeah. from like childhood and shit. But because I've been stabbed and shit, but it's it. There's times where like a shorty will like touch the my shoulder or some shit, and I'm like, whoa, like. <laughs> I didn't know I needed this. <laughs> Yo, that be the thing. Like, when you need, like, someone come and give you a hug, and you be like, damn, I didn't even know I needed that hug. But, yeah. whoo, man. That shit nah. hit. I get that for sure. Or even, like, when you get a gift, you wasn't expecting a gift. Just like, because I think uh, receiving gifts, I think, is, like, my my lowest one. Because I just. Oh, really? I did, yeah, because, you know, anything I want, I just buy for myself. Oh, it makes sense. Respect. You know, so you know when I Boss do get a lady. Gift, okay, oh, heard you. <laughs> Anyways, um, so when I do receive a gift every once in a while, it's like, oh shit, that was nice. Mm-hmm. That was so nice. So yeah, no, I definitely get it. <sighs> it's all for the birds, though. So you know, it is what it is. It's all for the birds. What yeah, are you trying the, to say? All this relationship shit. Sometimes I'll be like, man, is it worth it? But yeah, I sure. think com- companionship is definitely worth it, at least for me. Yeah, nah, for sure. I feel like, especially since we're getting older, we're getting to that age. Like, more people are like having kids, like settling. Well, I guess having kids wouldn't be the <laughs> the best example, but like. You know what I'm saying? In a certain degree, they're like settling down and like, like, I don't know, creating a partnership with other people and shit. Right. Like, I, I, I compare, compare is such a different word, but I, I guess for lack of a better word, I compare myself to my mother um, mm-hmm. at eight, like at different ages that she was. And so, like, you know, I turned 28 this year. And at 28, Same. at 28, my mom was a year from getting married. Mm-hmm. And she already had two kids. Like, literally, she, I think she got married, like, four days before her 29th birthday. Mm. So, like, yeah. So, like, I be, thinking, I be thinking about shit like that. Like, damn what would it be like if I was like on the verge of getting married and already had two kids and it's just mm-hmm. like yo I am so far removed from that right now now granted like I don't I don't know my mom's timeline at that point because I was like seven eight years old so like mm-hmm. I don't know what she was doing like how long she had been talking to him and things like that so like but it just felt like it moved super fast mm-hmm. like in my head so it's just like you know it could happen. I doubt it's gonna happen, but it could happen. But like, I be thinking about shit like that. Like, damn, like I'm at that age. Like, people are having kids on purpose. Yeah, are getting married yeah, on purpose. Yeah, for sure. Like, you and know, here I am, like, <laughs> you know, caught in the to, crossfires, trying to catch a sneaker on the fucking sneakers at. <laughs> yeah, nah, for sure. Having babies, like, so yeah, I just. I get in my head about certain things like that, but like I've also learned that like time is like a social construct, and that shit yeah. really don't fucking matter. Yeah, you just gotta take things at your own pace. Like I, I have convos with my mom like this all the time because like to a certain degree, it's like she had me when she was like twenty, twenty one. I, I forget our age difference, but mm-hmm. either way, um, like her life changed when she had me. You For know sure. what I'm saying? 
and she had to like get her shit together and do so and so and she's like looking at me and she she always calls me her mirror and like at first I was like how you know but now it's like I understand like I've picked up on certain traits and like when I want something I go for it like I learned that from her and like I'm doing we're like looking at each other but like it's like two separate worlds in a sense like you know what I'm saying it's like like you know when you look in the mirror what's left is right and you know vice versa and like the way she lived her life I'm kind of doing the the opposite you know what I'm saying like I had the structure I had the corporate job like I had it nice on paper but now it's like nah I I look at myself as like a fucking wild animal I want to frolic in the fucking the wind and the grass and shit like and just live my life how I want to while in in a sense she wants the opposite she wants the the structure like to to like be her own boss and not saying she isn't already but like Mm -hmm. She wants those like accolades and titles and like right now we was just talking about like or the other day we was talking about real estate and like she's trying to get into that and shit like that. But you know, it's like it's weird, but it's like I there's times where I'm teaching her things and there's times where she's teaching me things, but like the border or the bottom line is like no matter how old she thinks she is and no matter how young I think I am, like, we're still moving towards what we want in life. You know what I'm saying? We only get one life, so you might as well just go for what you want. And, like, just those interactions with her remind me and teach me that all the time. It's like, I, I might not be where I want to be at, but I'm moving towards it. So it's like, I, there is no need for, like, going crazy about these expectations and time and shit like that right nah i definitely get that like um i i'm definitely a person that needs and likes structure like i don't mind working a corporate job if it's the right corporate mm-hmm. job but i'm also a person that like i want to live my life and so you know with having a corporate job i'm able to live the life that i want to live mm-hmm. and do what i want to do and so you know my mom you know, like, like my mom, even my grandma, probably my great grandma too. Like, it, their their life was not not planned for them, but they made certain decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it was having kids or getting married, this and the third, they made certain decisions where like they couldn't just do what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, you know, me. You had you the know, luxury almost. Yeah, like I went to college, student, like right after, co- 10 days after I graduated, I came, I moved to a different city, started working, you know, all this money is for me. Granted, you know, my grandparents think that I owe them a check, um, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> listen, my grandma, <laughs> from the time we were in college, even like my brother, like my grandma was just like, okay, now you going to get this job? Like, I'm expecting to check every month. And it's just like, huh? Where you get that from? Um, but, you know, I you know, I take care of them, like, whenever I feel like it or mm-hmm. not whenever I feel like it. But, you know, I, I take care of my grandparents. You pay it um, forward. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so, you know, you know, you my aunts were like, you know, she done moved down there. All my cousins got kids. She done moved down there. She lived by herself. And, you know, she ain't got no kids. She just ripping the run of the city. And it's like, I'm not even ripping the run of the city. I'm literally sitting in my house. But just the fact that I'm able to just sit in my house and not do nothing. I ain't got to tend to nobody. Mm-hmm. None of that. Like, I know they look at that and it's just like okay so you know now when i come home you know some of my uncles they be like okay we gotta find you a man my grandma be like, we gotta find you a good man it's just like well who said i'm looking you know yeah. it's it's one of them things where it's just like they're not intentionally doing it but like why are you trying to slow me down so much yeah like for what like i'm not hurting nobody i'm not hurting myself i'm having a good time like this is something that you probably should have done in hindsight yeah you know? nah, i hear that and so, like when I was younger, that was happen a lot between me and my mother. Like, she grew up in a strict household and Jamaican household, and I had to, you know, yeah, you gotta add that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so like things were like forced onto her in a sense. So like, she had to grow up a certain way. But when she got to like twenty or whatever. That's when she decided she was going to do what she wanted to do. And, Mm -hmm. you know. I have to tell my grandma all the time, like, I know you don't see me like this, but I'm grown. Mm -hmm. I have to have that conversation with her all the time. I'm grown. I don't live in this house. I pay my own bills. I I work a a full-time job. I'm, I, I, you know, sometimes I pay your bills. Like yeah. I'm grown, you know. Yeah, and, nah, for and, sure. You know, and so it's just, it, it's just, it, it's that, it's that generation of, oh no, don't talk back to me. And it's just like I'm not talking back to you, but I'm also mm-hmm. grown. Like we should be able to have a conversation as adults, yeah. not as a, a a child to adult type. Of yeah, because I'm not a child. Yeah, and <laughs> there's the there's a transitional period too that i've realized like and it sometimes i know personally i don't even realize it like i i look at myself as an adult but like i'm so used to my mother thinking of me as a child but like it wasn't until i hit like 23 24 where she was like like you could feel the respect as an adult you know what i'm saying and like this time she's like you sure you want to do this and i'm like yeah i'm doing it and like like we'd still butt heads but she she would one thing i realized too is like no matter what people might think bad at you at the time or whatever but if you're being yourself and you making decisions for yourself they mm-hmm. eventually respect it yeah and like i feel like there was that time where like she because like since my mom grew up in that strict household she was trying to enforce that onto me but mm-hmm. the minute i got of age and i was like now nah, i'm not doing so and so like i still respect you i still respect how you came up and the things you had to do for yourself and for us but i'm gonna do it different you know and there's times where like i speak my mind about certain things and like she's just instantly receptive of it and i'm just like whoa like i thought i would have to explain this a little bit more but yeah. you know it's like all right well we we kind of on the same page 
if anything, I know you at least respect this decision. So it's like, all right, let's see where can we go from from this. I feel like it's definitely different for for men because like I can even say like with Sterling, even though like like my grandma, she like she'll call me and be like, Well, does Sterling do this? And I'm like, Sterling is grown. Mm-hmm. Sterling is grown. And so like you know, Sterling, like Sterling's five years younger than me. And so I feel like Sterling and even you, you saying 23, 24, that's, that's super in my head. That's super early. But like, even with Sterling, like he mm. call home and say, I'm doing this, that, and the third. And it's cool. I feel like I didn't even get, I didn't get to that point until 2019. So what was that? Oh, 20, wow. 20, 26. Yeah. yeah 26 when i had changed jobs like this is my first time like quitting a job and going to a different job and like mm-hmm. i remember like having a conversation like are you sure like is it yeah. worth it? i'm just like no it's it's this is it's time it's time for me to go between that and then you know when my granddad was in the hospital for that long time and you know mm-hmm. i came home and i was you know getting things together and doing things and i feel like at that point, they were just like, okay, she's taking off work. She's coming up. She's doing this. She's taking care of these. She's getting her sister. She's do- like, they saw me like handling responsibilities. Responsibilities, yeah. And they were like, okay, this is an adult. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so I feel like, I feel like for women, Action we have to speak like, louder than words. We but have yeah. to do stuff. Whereas with men, it's definitely more of an age thing even though half the time y'all even be ready but that's a, yeah a probably for a different time it's fine but yes yeah, so i feel like for me though like it was more like actions you know because mm-hmm. like i was doing and living the life that she wanted for me yeah and then to a certain degree i was still doing it my way but it wasn't until later on i was like nah this is not it you know, I need to go get it the way I really want to. Yeah. And then, she, you know, like you because like I was living it. Same thing as you is living it good, living the dream that they want. But then you start taking on responsibilities, start paying bills, whatever. And they're like, wow, like I raised an adult. <laughs> and then they, right. I, I think that's when the realization kicks in. And then they're like, I you can kind of do whatever you want because I know you're going to handle business right and it's like you taught me how to handle business so you know you know i'm not gonna come to you for like i i don't think who was i just having that conversation i was having a conversation with somebody but i haven't asked my mom for money since like my junior year of high school Mm -hmm. and that was just because you know once i got my like uh, my first full job I was just like, all right, I'm just going to pay for everything myself. That's exactly what I, I got a job for because I wanted certain things that you wouldn't give me. And so now I'm getting it. And so even through college, like college, we would struggle through things. We would barter and trade and do things like that. And then, you know, I started making my own money mm-hmm. and got my credit together and was able to move and shake how I want to. And it's just like, that's exactly what you prepared me for. So I'm here now. I think they just want you to be dependent on them all the time. So it's, it's a little hard for them, but they'll be all right. Yeah, they'll be alright. <laughs> um, so we're coming to the end of the podcast. No. And see, you thought this was gonna be some shit you was prepared for, and look at you, just dropping gems left and right. 
I'm just chilling. I mean, I'm, I'm hanging out with my homegirl. Like. Because that's exactly what this is about. And so, yeah, speaking of homegirl, we never even, like, really went into, like, how we met. So, like, Dom was probably my very first college friend. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? I'm, I'm, What's I'm, up? Yeah. Nah, sure. yeah. BBM. Yes. BBM. <laughs> the fucking BBM, man. Man, what a time. What yeah, a for time. sure. Blackberries. Yeah. That, yeah, that like, fucking group chat on, what was it, Facebook? Yeah, it was on Facebook with like all like the 2011 uh, student accepted and we found all the black people. Yeah, that shit is crazy. We really skipped skip through everybody and just found all the black people. Yo, come, <laughs> come like, to BBM. Right, cool. come and to yeah, BBM. we just happened to all have blackberries and we was all on BBM chilling. Like, that's how I met you. That's how I met Anika. That's yeah. how I met uh, Manny. Um, Andre. Like, that's how I met all y'all through BBM. So, like, yeah. it's just so funny. And then, like, and then, you remember how you met my mom? Oh, yeah. I was tired as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I was tired. And this is when I lived in a different dorm. But they, everybody, everybody that was black on campus would go to Unity House, right? And, where I lived. Yep. And I always had this thing where I just go to random people's fucking dorms and just crash on their shit. So I remember, like, I think I had a bus or some shit to go see a shorty. Um, but I was tired and I, I had to wait for my bus and the ride to the bus. But I ended up sleeping, I think, on your bed. You was knocked out on my bed. And, and my mom was She just came in. It's like, hello. And I just remember just waking no, up. She, no, she didn't even say anything. She literally got in your face. And you must have felt her oh, looking I, at you. I, I, I did. And you woke up, and she said hello. And you lit. You didn't say anything. Anything. I you just got, got up. up. <laughs> <dead. Walked> out. <laughs> and then fight, she, fight it kind of blew mine though, because I was like, "I right, this is definitely somebody's parent." But like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, "Yo, why you gotta stare at me? It pissed me off." And I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna just leave." But the funniest and shit then I was, came you, back left, and was like, you oh, came back like three minutes later. Where are my like, hey, manners? Where are my manners? Hey, guys, I'm dumb. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And Because I, I remember going downstairs to get my mom. I was just like, just so you know, it's a boy sleeping in my bed. She was like, a boy? I was like, yeah, it's my friend Dom. He just, he's sleeping in my bed. And he, she was like, okay. And so, and from there, I knew I was like, yeah, now I'm going to be different. Because it would have been, I feel like any other person, my mom would have been like, uh, we'll tell him to get out your bed. And so, like, Dom was like my first friend. Dom was my first male roommate. Dom was the first nigga oh, I yeah. brought home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> checklist. Dom was the first person to taste granddad chicken. That's oh, called, that chicken. I went, I went on. I went on co-op, my very first co-op. I was in Jersey and Dom was still on campus and his birthday rolled around and he requested chicken and my grandma's cake. And don't oh you know, my God, yo, they that came shit up was... to the campus with a bucket of chicken and a cake just for Dom. I wasn't even there and they yo, brought it to him. That was love. Like I will cherish them for the rest of my life. 
Like my grandma still asks about Dom. Like it's it's just the craziest thing. So Dom Dom gonna be family for life. For sure. For life, for life. But um but yeah, if you ain't got nothing to talk about, we can wrap this up. Um that's really it, it for for the most part. Was awesome. there anything anything you wanted me to elaborate on? Nah, like you did a great job. This was a great episode. Thank you so much for joining. Oh, I'm moving on up in the world, guys. <laughs> I got a podcast episode, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm Hollywood now. Oh. Y'all niggas gotta pay me. Jeez, price going up. Even though your prices is already, you know, pricey, but hey. Oh, I'm pricey? <laughs> you little expensive. Alright, you know what? Boom. Now now we starting a new little segment boom okay okay um before I, we call this quits one mm-hmm. thing i've realized like nobody it don't matter what job you work nobody's gonna pay you what you're worth period nobody the only person that's going to try and do that is yourself but you could be worth like in your head a billion dollars <laughs> you know i mean you could go get the billion dollars but you might not get it by the time you, you know, it's not going to be instant. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was just playing about the expensive part because, you know, I'm going to pay whatever the fuck you say to pay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, nah, I know. But I'm just I'm just saying in general, like that's one one of the big biggest things I learned when I was working the corporate job. And like, like I realized, like, it don't matter how much they pay you, how much responsibility you have. If somebody how, wants you, how well you executed? You, yeah, if they want you gone, they're gonna get rid of you. It happened. Yep. I watched it happen, and that's where I'm at in my life right now. Where ownership is my biggest thing. Like that's that's what I'm gunning for. I'm go- gunning for ownership. Like I want my own business, own land, yada yada. You know. I dig it. You for know, sure, for sure. I hope the people them you know tune in and understand and go in pursuits of that too and that you know i'm not trying to discredit the corporate job either you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying because you could do a corporate job and still own things mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's just you know, live your dom, life how you want to dom is going to be the next um pierre moss if not bigger oh so, don't don't put um, that in out no, there I'm oh. I'm absolutely putting that out there because when niggas go back and listen to this five, ten years from now and you just, you know, skyrocketed past Virgil, I'm going to be like, that's my nigga. Like, we caught this. We caught this. Oh, my God. I'm I'm not even expectations I have to live up to. I'm I'm, I'm not even fucking worried about it. You know, when I get my skirt, you know, like, it's, it's up. Like, don't even, don't even talk to me. So, yeah. you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for, sure. for you. I'm so excited for you. So, yeah, thank you. If that's it, thank you again for joining me. I love you so much. I love you too. And yeah, when I come back, whenever I decide to come back and do another episode, because you know, guys, I haven't been consistent, but you know, I'm going to try to get back consistent. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. AriBlackshaw.com, where you can find all this and more. And I'll talk to you next time. Yeah.